Hey, Focus on Healthy Families listeners. Welcome to today's podcast. I am your host, Tammy Malloy, founder of Focus on Healthy Families and Focus on Healing Kids and Adults. The mission of Focus on Healthy Families is to encourage healthy lifestyles for busy families. The mission for Focus on Healing Kids and Adults is to encourage the use of nutrition as a tool for healing, especially for those with autoimmune and mental health issues. On today's podcast, Gardening with Kids. I love fresh vegetables straight from the garden, especially peas. I have fond memories of going out to Grandma and Grandpa's garden patch and picking peas. Soon, however, I remember not being asked to do that anymore. My suspicion is that it was because more peas ended up in my mouth than in the basket. My grandma was a great gardener. Every year we had asparagus, peas, zucchini, strawberries, lettuce, radishes, potatoes, corn, you name it. It's springtime in the Midwest and April is Kids Gardening Month. So I'm hoping today's broadcast will encourage you to get growing with your kiddos. Experts say that kids actually participate in growing their own vegetables are more likely to eat them. According to the American Gardening Association, that's 98% of kids who grow their own eat their own. That's a crazy awesome percentage, don't you think? There are more reasons than that to have your kids grow a garden, according to a February article of Gulf News. Besides wanting to eat what they grow, your kids will have fewer toxins in their bodies. To quote, when you go to the supermarkets, you will notice that fruits and vegetables are perfect. Apples are perfectly round and red in color, or the spinach you get will have no holes in it. But have you ever thought about how that produce got into this perfect state? In most cases, it has been sprayed with chemicals so that it doesn't get eaten by pests. Every time a child eats from their own garden, they are putting toxin-free produce into their growing and developing bodies. Toxins are everywhere. They are in the food we eat, the mattresses we sleep on, and the clothes we wear. They poison our enzymes, they break down our bones to make them weaker, and they damage our organs and DNA. Sometimes there isn't much we can do about pollutants in the air, but the one thing we have full control over is how we eat. Growing your own food in your very own composted soil and eating it fresh is so important for the health of our bodies and also to the health of our planet. End quote. Further, they will learn indirectly about science. Kids are naturally curious and ask questions. Through the monitoring of their seedlings, they will learn about life cycles. They want to know what will happen next with their plants and when they will be ready to eat. My own son learned how to self-pollinate our cucumbers and peppers last year when we were growing our indoor garden. He was seven at the time and very proud of his accomplishments. They will learn life skills and responsibility. When kids grow plants, they learn how to water them, sing to them, and take care of them every day. They also learn how to be self-sufficient because now they have the skills to feed themselves instead of relying on food companies to do it for them. Lastly, kids who grow up gardening learn how to take care of the planet responsibly. They learn that peels and pulp 
can go into a box or it can be recycled into new soil to grow new plants. Composting our plant waste helps develop clean and healthy soil, free of toxins and without need of chemicals to encourage growth, which cycles back to the learning about science indirectly. Now, I'm sure that you're all asking, how can I get started? Boy, I'm sure glad you asked. First, you should ask yourself a few questions before you get started. How much room do you have to plant? How much time do you want to invest? How long term do you see this project lasting? Do you see it lasting for only one season? A few years? Perhaps into adulthood? What is your budget? Perhaps the cheapest way to get started would be to get a kit. These can be purchased at your local big box store like Walmart or Target, online at Amazon, or you can probably find them at your local nursery. Kit kits typically come with pots, soil, seeds, and many times gardening utensils such as handheld spades and rakes. It's a good place to start with kids when you don't have a lot of room, money, or time to devote to your new hobby. You will be limited, however, on the types of plants you can grow. For instance, you wouldn't be able to grow strawberries in a small pot. For that, you might have to devote some space to your hobby. Most often, this is going to be your yard. Most people choose to plant in their backyard, but there is a growing trend to plant gardens in the front yard. This is going to take considerably more time and effort, require a higher budget, and it may require renting a tiller from a rent-to-own shop. You'd have to prepare the ground, buy the seeds, weed, water, and finally harvesting. This type of gardening is going to require a considerable amount of hands-on help from parents. A composting box would be a good thing to invest in to recycle plant waste into, creating rich soil full of nutrients for your garden, feeding it for years to come. Some even choose to invest in elevated beds, which may not be necessary for kids, but for those of us parents with bad knees, it may just be worth it. For those with limited space, looking to garden year-round, or who don't like to get their hands dirty, but seriously, getting your hands in dirt is pretty good therapy. There are vertical gardens. I have one called the Tower Garden that uses aeroponics, the same technology NASA uses, and it grows plants with only water and nutrients rather than dirt. Research has found aeroponic systems grow plants three times faster and produce 30% greater yields on average. That means I am enjoying abundant, nutritious harvest just weeks after planting. And it actually uses up to 98% less water than a traditional garden as well because it delivers the needed water and minerals straight to the roots. And the extra is returned back to the basin to be pumped back through later. I love my tower garden, and so do the kids. 
It's also pretty budget and time friendly. There's no weeding to do, and the only maintenance required is to check the water level and the pH in the basin about once a week or so. You can choose to start your own seedlings or purchase seedlings from a company. Intrigued? You can find pictures and more information at the Focus on Healthy Families website, bit.ly slash focus on healthy families. Tower gardens seem to be popping up everywhere and are the wave of the future in sustainability. A check at your kid's school may show they already have one. If not, they should. Boys and Girls Clubs of America are supplied one for free with grant money, and grants are also available for school purchase as well. Community gardens and churches are also getting involved in the movement as well. It's a great thing to see kids growing their own vegetables. Stephen Ritz, a teacher in the Bronx, New York, was saddened by the great food desert that his students were growing up in. Junk food was available in abundance, but the supply of fresh fruit and vegetables was dismal, and the cost reflected that fact. Who could afford good organic produce if single moms are struggling to keep the lights on and a bag of chips run a dollar? Ritz decided that something must be done to combat this, and his organization, Green Bronx Machine, was born. darkness came the most incredible light and the legacy of my son and countless other students that I've had a very far too young which will far exceed their time on this earth. We are the poorest congressional district in America. That's an economic reality. You have 45,000 people living within eight square blocks of each other and healthy fresh food is not available. So many, food is the problem, but for all of us, food is the answer. In a hundred-year-old building, four stories up, I am wrapping schools, teachers, and children around the garden. Kids can't wait to see what's growing. They can't wait to measure what's growing. They can't wait to eat what's growing and cook what's growing and grow more and talk about it and share it with their family, friends, and colleagues and integrate it into their classroom work. When you see kids who are happier and healthier, you can't help but be caught up with that. We grow food in school. We track it. We measure it. We date it. And as you expand their palates and their vocabularies, you expand their mind. This work is about giving life, creating life, perpetuating life. We are a whole school approach to education rooted in health, wellness, and mindfulness. The work has definitely evolved. 
And we are growing something greater. I go from a box to a garden in 45 minutes. My classroom is hosting people from 60 countries around the world. Six continents. How cool is that? Our grades are up. Our attendance is up. Our school performance is up. You put a seed in a child's hand and you're promising them that's a plant. And they bet on that. So these children are betting on their future. Of all the plants I've grown, the greatest crop has been my students themselves. That's cool. Mr. Ritz, we at Focus on Healthy Families salute your dedication to changing kids' lives for the healthier. If you would like more information about Green Bronx Machine or feel moved to donate to the cause, please visit their website, www.greenbronxmachine.org. That's G-R-E-E-N-B-R-O-N-X-M-A-C-H-I-N-E.org. I hope you were able to get some good takeaways from today's episode, Gardening with Kids. Even if it's just in a few containers on your apartment patio, I hope you'll consider our challenge today to get kids out there planting, harvesting, and most importantly, eating the fruits of their labors. For more information about Tower Gardens, please visit our website, bit.ly slash focus on healthy families. We would like to hear from you. You can join us on our Facebook communities at Focus on Healthy Families or at Focus on Healing Kids or on our website at bit.ly slash Focus on Healthy Families. On next week's episode, join us from Sacramento, California when we interview Elizabeth Lawson. Hear how her family went through health struggles to prosperity thanks to nutrition. Her story is quite inspiring. I hope you'll join us. The information in this show is not intended to be a substitute for that of a medical practitioner. Please seek the advice of your doctor when making any changes to diet or exercise routine for the safety of you and your child.